WBEZ Features is supported by Adler University, educating students to advance socially responsible practice, healthy communities, and a more just society. With degrees in psychology, counseling, public policy, and leadership. Adler.edu. You're listening to WBEZ. In Illinois, about 8% of the population does not speak English very well. And that means for many immigrant communities in the state and region, language is a barrier to accessing and engaging with their new government. They have a hard time getting basic services, much less participating in civic life. As part of our Democracy Solutions Project, WBEZ's Esther Yunji Kang takes a look at the challenges and opportunities in improving language access. On a recent morning in Chicago's Ukrainian village, the Self-Reliance Association office is abuzz with phone calls and foot traffic. Some Ukrainian immigrants call in to get help applying for work authorization permits. Others walk in to get letters and documents translated. For Darina Semenets, the group was a much-needed help when she arrived in Chicago as a refugee eight months ago. Many people don't know uh, English and um, it's a big problem my first time. She's among thousands of Ukrainian refugees who have arrived in the area since last year. Semenets has found a home here in the Ukrainian village and now a job with the very organization that helped her. I started working in self-reliance associations and helped the Ukrainian people, <laughs> applying for social security, work permit, uh, medical insurance, and other programs. According to the Census Bureau, about a million people in Illinois don't speak English proficiently. Their native tongues include Spanish, Chinese, Polish, Tagalog, Arabic, Hindi, and other languages. And they need the help of groups like the Illinois Coalition for Immigrant and Refugee Rights. Brandon McGee oversees partnerships with the state for the coalition. He says community groups help immigrants access food stamps and health care and find jobs and schools. They provide that link, they interpret, they translate, and they also advocate for their clients uh, directly in the local state benefit offices. McGee says giving immigrants language help to access public benefits is crucial to democracy. That's important for them getting on the road to self-sufficiency, which essentially brings you into a much closer uh, level of civic engagement, which leads to voting and, and all of the empowerment that comes with that. As it stands, the state and cities rely on community groups to do the heavy lifting with language access. And McGee says often the government pays these groups, but it's not enough. It's not a very lucrative industry, but by any stretch of the imagination. So I would say that always more funds are needed. Immigrant advocacy groups say government agencies also use less than ideal technology, like Google Translate. We have looked at documents that were gibberish. They make no sense and do more of a disservice. That's Shovana Jori Verma. She leads SAPRI, a Chicago-based think tank focused on South Asian immigrants. Her group was part of a coalition last year that advocated for more language help from Chicago's Board of Elections, pushing the agency to update its website in key Asian languages and to add more bilingual poll workers on Election Day. She says government agencies, from those in charge of public benefits to driver's licenses to elections, need more staff that represent the communities they serve. 
We need to look at the diversity in the workforce. Do we have employees with bilingual skills that are community facing and not just pulling employees from different departments just because we got a call in a particular language? Groups say far too often language is an afterthought for government. They say investing in language access will not only give immigrants what they need in the short term, but will help them engage in civic life, becoming citizens and participating as voters, and maybe even public servants themselves. Esther Yunji Kang, WBEZ News. This story is part of the Democracy Solutions Project. It's a collaborative effort among WBEZ, the Chicago Sun-Times, and the University of Chicago Center for Effective Government. Together, we're examining critical issues facing our democracy in the run-up to the 2024 elections. This is WBEZ.